Let us pray. And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. 1 Kings 17.7 Dear God, when there is a drought in the world and recessions in our economy, I will look to you to provide for myself and those I love, like you did for the prophet Elijah by the brook. In the same miraculous manner, I thank you that, like the ravens you sustain, you will nourish me through miraculous connections and divine relationships. Place an internal clock within me to know when it's time to move on to the next season of my journey. As I move in obedience, give me the faith to move as the widow did, knowing that if God said it, He will be faithful to perform it. Even when my dreams seem like they're dying, I thank you that when I call upon your name, you will resurrect what seemed to be dead and breathe new life into the promises in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. Continue your time with God by listening to today's Bible story. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com Elijah and the Drought In our last story, we were introduced to more kings of Judah. Abijah ruled with a brutal fist and sinful arrogance. His son, Atha, ruled with the fear of God and a righteous heart. Atha was able to topple idols in Judah and bring the people of God back to their first love. Israel, however, was still descending into the pit of idol worship and despair. Now we are introduced to a dominant force for the kingdom of God, Elijah. He showcases the beginning of a cosmic battle between the true God of heaven and earth and the false god, Baal. Elijah is able to witness the true control and discipline of the Lord as well as his provision over the faithful, inspired by the book of First Kings. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello, I'm Jack Graham with today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. In our last episode, we heard about King Asa, who, unlike his father and grandfather, was a man who sought God. He sought God's favor and acted faithfully towards the Lord. He removed idols and banished the cult worship of false gods from Judah. Asa was a good king, and through his leadership and legacy, the people's hearts turned back to the Lord. To the north of Judah, however, the people's hearts were still very far from God. And as we'll learn today, God was about to do great things through a man named Elijah, a prophet who would contend on God's behalf with the rampant worship of Baal in Israel. Elijah is a powerful prophet from God, and he will stand true in a faithless generation. 
how thankful we are for the story of Elijah. Let's begin listening now to God's Word. A dry wind was scratching across the ground of Israel. Plants became blighted and began to wither under the heat. Elijah, a chosen man of God, looked upon the destitute land with sorrow. He saw the flowers beginning to curl up and pass into the ground. He witnessed the livestock lose their luster and slow down into a pause. The Lord spoke closely into his ear. There will be no rain until I give the word, God whispered. Elijah turned away from the fields and walked towards the palace gates. He needed to relay the message to Ahab, king over Israel. Elijah opened the doors into Ahab's halls. The blighted wind blew violently as he opened the doors. Sand made its way inside. Ahab sat among some of his counselors. He looked up at Elijah and listened to the word of God. Once Elijah was finished, he left silently and awaited a word from the Lord. Venture forth towards the east, God told him. Hide underneath the tree covering beside the brook of Kareth. Drink from the brook and eat the food I bring you. I will send ravens to give you food. So Elijah camped beside the brook for a long while. He sat beside the waters. The shade of the trees and coolness of the water protected him from the hot winds coursing through Israel. The Lord provided for him. Ravens brought him food daily, and Elijah sat in the presence of God, soaking in his goodness. The two were close as David once was with God in the wilderness. Elijah watched the brook as the weeks passed. Since there was no dew or rainfall, the river began to dry up. There was no more protection for him. God came to Elijah again. He spoke clearly and tenderly, saying, Go to the village of Zarephath. I have spoken to a widow who lives there. She will provide for you. So Elijah went and arrived at the gates. Just as God had said, a widow was in the front gathering sticks for her fire. Elijah smiled and said, Would you be able to spare a little water? The widow grinned and agreed. She gathered some water. Would you be able to spare some food as well? Elijah asked. The widow's grin turned upside down. Her shoulders slumped and her lips were parsed together. I swear by the Lord, I have not one crumb of bread to give you. Her lips began to quiver and she put her hands over her face. Elijah watched as the widow began to cry. I have a handful of flour and a little cooking oil at the bottom of my jug. The sticks I was gathering was to make a fire. The woman raised her eyes to Elijah and said, This is going to be my son's last meal before he dies. Elijah placed his hands on her shoulders. He looked her in the eyes and smiled, saying, Fear not. Go and prepare your bread. Make some bread for all three of us, and we will witness the faithfulness of God. So the widow prepared the bread. She added water to the flour and began to bake the mix. To her surprise, the dough expanded far beyond her expectation. The widow watched as she had enough bread to feed all three of them for weeks. The three of them ate and rejoiced in the provision of God. Weeks had passed. Elijah, the widow, and her son had feasted in the glory of God. However, the woman's son became very sick. His fever became unmanageable, and his body began to fade. Finally, with great struggle, the boy passed. Elijah was broken, and the widow was unconsolable. 
The woman cried out to Elijah, saying, Oh, man of God, what have you done to me and my boy? It is you who has killed my son. Elijah said nothing as the woman wailed before him. She beat her fists on his chest and fell to her knees. Elijah looked to the boy's body and walked towards it. He picked him up and carried him upstairs into the upper room of the house. He laid the child down. Tears dripped down his face and landed beside the boy's lifeless body. Elijah sobbed and laid over him. Muffled prayers could be heard from Elijah. My God, why have you brought tragedy to this woman? She has shown me kindness. Elijah stretched his body over the child, crying out to the Lord. Please, Elijah whispered, let him live. And as Elijah was speaking, he felt the boy's arm twitch. Elijah leaped up to his feet as he watched the boy's chest begin to rise and fall. God had breathed life into him. The widow was still on the floor downstairs. She heard screaming from the upper room as Elijah yelled. Elijah rushed down the stairs holding the child, yelling, He lives! He lives! The three of them rejoiced. Elijah was able to witness the power and provision of God in the midst of a famine. It would be these events that strengthened his resolve to follow God. Elijah would not bend in his faithfulness to him. Many battles awaited Elijah, and God would require him to stand firm. As we begin the scripture today, we're introduced to a name that is going to be a well-known great name in the Word of God, a man who walked with the Lord, a powerful prophet, Elijah, received a message from the Lord that he delivered to Israel's king Ahab. The land was about to be plunged into devastating drought. The rains would cease and the clouds would not release their nourishing waters until God gave word for the rain to return. And with that, Elijah departed, led by God to the east where he was hidden by the brook Kareth. As David had written in his most famous psalm, Elijah experienced the hand of God leading him beside still waters providing for his physical needs as he drank from the brook and ate food brought by ravens God had sent him, but also providing for his spiritual needs and preparing him for big spiritual battles. We must never forget that God will always provide for our needs in every circumstances, that he makes provision for us, and that he provides for what we need just as he did Elijah when we obey him. After some time, the brook Kareth dried up because the drought was intense. So God sent Elijah to the town of Zarephath, telling him there was a widow there whom God had told to feed the prophet. Just as God had said, there was indeed a widow there that lived with her son. Elijah asked her for water, and she gladly brought him the water. But when Elijah asked for a morsel of bread, the woman became very sad. For you see, the famine and drought had devastated the land, and this woman had no food to give, no food to spare. She told Elijah that the little bit of flour and oil that she had was only enough for her and her son to eat a final meal before they died. But Elijah would not be deterred. Because God had provided for him at the brook, he trusted God to provide for him now as well. He told the woman not to fear or to be sad but to go and do as she had planned, to make a fire. But Elijah said she was to make a small cake of flour and oil for him, then make some for herself and her son. 
Then he said to her what we read in 1 Kings 17, verse 14. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, the jar of flour shall not be spent and the jug of oil shall not be empty until the day that the Lord sends rains upon the earth. Elijah was inviting this woman to join him in trusting God for a miracle. The small amount of flour and oil was just that, pitifully small, not enough for even one person, let alone three. But God always richly supplies everything to us, especially those of us who are in Christ Jesus. And God was promising to provide that from a small amount, there is an inexhaustible supply until rain would return to Israel. And God will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory in Jesus Christ. We're told that in the New Testament. So a great miracle took place. And for weeks, the widow and the son and Elijah ate the food and it never ran out. God, as always, kept his promise. Then one day, the widow's son fell sick and died. The widow, of course, was distraught, despairing, wondering why such tragedy had come upon her. So Elijah, always trusting in God, always believing in God, trusting God for another miracle, took the boy to an upper room where he was staying and cried out to God, laying his body over the boy's body and asking God to bring life back into this child. God heard Elijah's prayer, and the boy was filled with life again. This was a resurrection. This is, of course, an amazing, powerful miracle. God showed Elijah what we can know with confidence, that not even death, because of what Jesus Christ has done for us, will keep us in the grave, that there is life and life beyond, and abundant life today for those who follow Christ himself. And so Elijah's faith was strong, and he knew that God would always provide for him and would never leave him. Elijah's faith would be tested in the years that would follow. But God had big plans for Elijah that we're going to see in our next passage. Dear God, thank you for the reminder today that you are a God of might and miracles, that you are the God of life. And we pray that each one of us would trust you for our daily provision and that we would live in the promise of eternal life. Through Jesus our Lord, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham of Dallas, Texas. I would encourage you to download the Pray.com app and certainly to make Bible study and prayer a priority in your life. I would encourage you to go to church and be a part of a Bible-believing, Christ-exalting church. If you enjoyed this podcast, tell a friend. Let someone else know because the Word of God changes lives. And if you want more resources as to how you can know and love God and follow Him all the days of your life, be sure to visit jackgraham.org as we have many resources available to you as you journey with the Lord. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality.